This program is brought to you by P1 Australia, quality racing components and manufacturers of engine water heaters for midgets, sprints, wingless and all types of open wheel dirt track cars. Check out their full range today at p1australia.com. Thunder Media. Jack LeBrock. Hi, I'm David Reynolds. Hi, I'm Chaz Monster, and you're listening to Inside Supercars. From the racetracks across Australia, and here's Inside Supercars. Coming up on this episode of Inside Supercars. There's images in the thousand. We're really, really stuck, you know, how, how really one line it was, and, and you just couldn't get off at all. So, yeah, I think we, we don't want to do anything that reduces opportunities to pass. So sit back and enjoy as Inside Supercars starting now. Welcome back to Inside Supercars, Tony Whitlock and Craig Revell, and we're joined by a man who had a great weekend on the mountain, Andrew Edwards, who is race engineering car 87, not 97, but 87. Andrew, welcome back to Inside Supercars. Thanks for having me. A, a wonderful weekend, because not only were you uh, learning a new driver, but a driver learning a new team and a new way of doing things. It was a, a wonderful weekend, two poles, two race wins. It couldn't get much better. Yeah, I mean, on a on a team front, like you say, you know, we, we it's hard to get a much better weekend. You know, we we topped all the practice sessions and and uh, qualifying and races. So, you know, it was um, yeah, it doesn't kind of get much better to start the season like that. So, obviously, uh, now heads down and try and keep it rolling. Indeed, and I'm looking forward to uh, catching up with you in person at the Grand Prix, but one of the things that did change for you was obviously Will Brown in replacing Shane Van Gisbergen. Now, obviously, vastly different people, and they go about things in a different way. How much did you have to change the way you operated with your driver now than you were last year? Yeah, I don't know that I had to change too much, to be honest, you know what I mean? Um, yeah, you know, I, I think... Will is open to, you know, he wants to learn. So I guess I'm trying to, you know, bring some new things to his to his table. And, you know, he's bringing new perspectives um, from, from his experience. So, you know, I still think it's learning both ways. So, um, yeah, it's just it's just kind of building that relationship, working out what, what he wants, what he needs from the car. And, and then he's also trying to work out our processes and, how we set the car up and and what all that means. So you know, there's still there's still a quite a way to go, I think, in 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 kind of in that learning. But um, yeah, you know, we had a good test day and and kind of you know he, he gelled well with the car and we made a few changes that, that that he thought were better. So yeah, we'll just keep keep working on that and see how we go. There's such different personalities. I mean, Will has an enthusiasm and a likability about him, which Shane's not natural demeanour is to be in that sort of wheelhouse. Now, he obviously is a great driver, no shadow of a doubt, but it brings a different taste to the team that, that it hasn't had before. Yeah, maybe from the outside, I don't know. I mean, I, I never really had a, a problem with Shane, you know what I mean? In, internally, you know, yeah, you know, you know what I'm saying. It, it's it's yeah. He's yeah. They're definitely different personalities, no, no doubt about that. But um, you know, they're, they're still both you know great to work with. You know what I mean? They're they're both professional, 
hardworking, look at the details, um, and and you know are, are hungry to win. So I mean that's that's all you can kind of ask for. And you know I know I know kind of probably Shane had a rough year last year, but you know still still internally I still felt you know he was always always really good to work with. But um, yeah, Will certainly. Yeah, and Will certainly got a, you know, he certainly has a different, uh, uh, yeah, public persona or whatever you want to call it. You know what I mean? And and that's that's real. You know, he, that, that's 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 his personality inside and outside the car. So, um, yeah, it's 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 it is a different a different kind of feel, but um, it's a good one. Indeed, and look, you know, don't think for one second I'm I'm trying to in any way diminish <laughs> no. either Shane or Will. No. They're just yeah. so yeah. so different, and yeah. you know, both yeah. have a fierce fierce desire to to take that car home. The interesting thing is with Will, of course, is he's replicated the last man who made his debut um, was Jamie Wincup back in 2004, I think, or five, something like that. Uh, he won on debut in Adelaide. Um, so that's the last time uh, someone's made their debut in, in, in a lead drive situation with the team and one on debut. So that's an extraordinary thing, sort of 20 years on. Yeah, well, hopefully hopefully history's going to repeat some of Jamie's success too. So fingers crossed. Without giving things away, and I'm not trying to dig into your, you know, the actual nuts and bolts and, you know, degrees and things like that, but how, how alike are Shane, uh, not Shane, but Brock and Will, they want in a car? Are they sort of both seeking the same things? I, I think we're still working that out, to be honest. Um, look, we still, we went there with the same setups and, and you know we 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 often kind of um start the same and try and try and work on the same setups um but yeah maybe there are a few little things that i'm seeing pop up but i still think it's early days you know we, we just haven't we just haven't done enough so we'll just see if that trend grows and we'll 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 try and you know tailor tailor what what each driver needs but obviously we try and work on the fundamentals of the car and the fundamentals of the car should be across across both of them so we, we never really want to get the situation where we've got these two greatly different setups uh, i think i think that makes it that hard to go forward together and 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 we definitely want to make sure that we're we're working together and and kind of sticking as close as we can where possible on the saturday will came in in front uh, of Brock uh, and pitted um, before the pit stops. Yeah. Then, then things change slightly. Well, tell mm. us about the scenario there. Yeah, that's a tricky one. <laughs> that's a tricky one. You know, when um, you know, kind of got your teammate, you know, on your bumper, and he's quick. Um, yeah, as the lead car, uh, um, I get the call on whether I want to pit first or second, and um, I decided to pit first. I thought. You know, I thought that maybe the, you know, I was looking at the degradation of the lap times and it had just started to roll over. So I just thought I didn't want to get undercut. So I did the first one, but, uh, you know, we probably didn't have the smoothest run through pit lane and, you know, and he got us. So, you know, it wasn't much. Um, yeah, obviously I was pretty, pretty gutted because I felt like, you know, he got the pole, he got the start leading the race and, I, you know, um maybe that decision is, is is was part of the reason of 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 us losing the race there so that is hard to swallow but you know i don't certainly don't want to let him him down in that respect but sometimes those calls go like that so you know we we, we picked it apart we learned where we lost time and um yeah we'll do everything we can better in the future as you'd be aware you know the uh, there was a 
call in the media conference on Sunday afternoon about the hard versus soft tyre and the Bathurst 1000. Um, and I, I think the drivers all unanimously sort of said, no, I think we should uh, stay with a hard tyre. I think that that was a, a fairly common call. From your experience, would that make sense to you? I think so. I mean, um, I think that, that, you know, certainly there was a huge amount of marbles at the at the 1,000. Now, you know, I guess this race was only the quarter of the length, so we didn't really, can't judge that so much, but I think that that was a problem. Um, and also, you know, even with this tyre, they're not 100% ragging at every lap, but they're certainly closer to the limit than they were at the 1,000 where they're, you know, they're really driving it at 60, 70%, you know, in, in, in their eyes, whereas at least the hard, they are pushing more towards 80. So, um, yeah, I think, I think it was a good, a good back-to-back and um, between those two races. And, and, and I'd have to, I'd have to agree that I think that the hard is probably the more suitable, the suitable tyre. Well, the one thing that seemed unanimous was that the amount of marbles there made it far nicer to be racing on. Yeah. Yeah, I think, you know, obviously it's difficult over the top to pass anyway. That's a pretty single groove. But, you know, those images, those images in the thousand was really, really stark, you know, how, how really one line it was and, and you just couldn't get off at all. So, um, yeah, I think we, we don't want to do anything that, that reduces opportunities to pass, even even if they are minimal opportunities, you know what I mean? But, um See, see, where, see where they go with the Typhoon. And, of course, now getting ready for uh, the Grand Prix and a very different one again because we're back in the, the days of uh, no pit stops. Um, sprint races only. Obviously, qualifying becomes even more important. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. I mean, qualifying qualifying is already almost one of the most important things we, we need to focus on. And, obviously, you know, as a team, that, that's something this year that we're, we're trying to improve our consistency on. Um, but once you get no pit stops, you know, that's pretty much it and, and, and all short races. So I think it's going to be pretty interesting um, to see, you know, maybe some of those cars that are very good on in the quali lap, maybe they might struggle more in the race, you know what I mean? Um, because it is the soft tyre and, and we know that it's a, it's a challenging place for the soft there. So, yeah, I think I think we could see some good racing and there's no – undercuts or overcuts you've got to you've got to stump up and pass someone on track so that might bring a different dimension to the racing as well um which obviously then sort of means that uh um because of the importance of um no pit lane um driving together racing together closely is very important for a team perspective will and and i was surprised how much they've known each other for such a long time to the point where i think brock bought will's t86 uh, championship winning car (laughs) yeah yeah i mean i guess all those guys they they, they've been around for a long time in motor racing you know what i mean they've all been driving cars in the industry in carts or whatever for so long that everyone kind of knows each other so yeah, so they've got some kind of relationship, which is good, and and um, and yeah, there's there's a good respect for each other, and um, and and it's a really good work environment uh, at the moment, and I think you know I, I can see that carrying on. Have there been any you know dynamic changes in in the pit crew at all? Have you know your wheel guys have you lost any of them, or you had to train new ones? No, we've been so so lucky. Our our uh, the core crew is 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 all carried over. Um, and we had a new um, fuel fuel guy this weekend, 
um, in, in Dan from Subassembly. So he's kind of learning the learning the craft there of the hookup, which is which is important um, in this in this new era of of kind of fuel connection. Um, so we've been really lucky in the stability of our of our mechanics and our and our and our core engineering group. So and I think that's another one of the the reasons why we can kind of start the start the year. Uh, you know, so cleanly because um, because of all that. Um, just harking back now to the differences between Shane and Will. Um, Will is clearly somebody. I mean, he he's an extroverted person. He's a you know car salesman by trade, so to speak. Um, and uh, you're a quiet sort of a guy. You know, you you know, I'm not trying to in any way build you <laughs> yeah. into anything else. But no, you, you're a quietish sort of guy. You're a family man, and that's far from where Will's world is. So how do you go about sort of making that bond with him that, that is so important because it's the most important relationship in a, in a weekend for any driver? Yeah, I mean, look, it, it's it's pretty easy to build a relationship with Will. You know what I mean? He's just he's a genuine, no BS kind of person. So, and that that's, I mean, that's the kind of person I like to, hang out with as a friend let alone let alone work with you know what i mean you couldn't you couldn't want someone better to work with so you know and he's open he's he's willing to try stuff he's willing to learn you know we both take criticisms you know what i mean uh, you know to, in 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 the kind of the the drive to make things better so yeah i think i think building a relationship with will is 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 going to be very easy He's probably trying to work out my level of humour because maybe it's a bit too dry for him sometimes. <laughs> so I think he's, I think he's trying to he's trying to work that out maybe. Um, but yeah, that's just it's just time and um, and uh, yeah, I think it's it's gonna it's gonna work well. I, I've known him a good number of years now, and um, he's certainly not slick Willie from the country. He's you know there's a certain degree of country in him because he comes from somewhere like Toowoomba, so it's not you know city central sort of thing. But yeah, look, I, I agree with you that he's uh, somebody who's very easy to like and work and get on with. Um, but you know, it, it's it's that thing that's um, so important in your weekend. Yeah, that's right, and and you kind of can't take that niceness as as uh, as any any weakness i think i think once he gets on track he's a killer so i think you know i think you know he's um he's going to be really good to work with and and i've watched him race and he's he's a hard little racer so i i, I like that so it's going to be good yeah yeah um anything special needed in the way of cars i mean you did barely you know seem to put a hand on them at the weekend no one else put a wheel against them or anything like that with with uh, our our cars uh, they're all finished up straight and straight which is nice and so hopefully we can just focus on our prep for agp and no uh, no damage or or anything like that so it's nice smooth run just looking at obviously with a very different tire from the thousand to the 500 is uh, a dramatically different improvement and you know obviously you learned the cars through last year but where you've ended up with to start this year are you a long way away from where you started last year or just you know caressing it sort of so to speak yeah, I would say no. We're not we're not a long way from last year. You know what I mean? I guess by the time Bathurst rolled around, it was towards the end of the year anyway. So we 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 kind of had had migrated to a a particular type of setup, you could say. Now, obviously, Bathurst also requires something a bit different because because of the the type of track it is, such high speed, um, long straights, and things like that. So. Um, 
it, it's not it's not a big change. And the aero package really is not a, a big change. So, you know, th- there's been nothing that's really triggered it. The tyre was probably a bigger change than anything. And, and there are some there are some little things that need to change between the, the hard and the soft, I'd say, to, to dial that in. But, um, yeah, no, we're, we're not walk, working in some totally different sphere. We, you know, we're not reinventing wheels or anything like that because – because uh, you know you're really looking for the tiny details in these car now. Now that everyone's kind of got the same type of thing, yeah, it's it's the really really small details that matter now. Just as a total aside, I loved the frankness of Jamie on the uh, Thursday press conference and the team owners. I just uh, I sent him messages and he responded quite favourably. Um, it's just delightful to find uh, someone so heavily involved in the sport at this very top level. And uh, he was just uh, slightly brutally honest, um, but uh, still, it was great. It was really great to see. I don't know if you've seen it, but please make a point to, to watch no. it. No, I'll have to go and check it out. Yeah, do do that. Thanks, Andrew. I look forward to catching up with you at the Grand Prix. All the very best, and Sounds I hope good. you and your family Sounds are all well. Enjoy it all. Thank you. Appreciate the call. Inside Supercars is produced by Thunder Media. Tune in next time for more or lock in the podcast on your iTunes or mobile device. Search Inside Supercars. The views expressed on Inside Supercars, including the panellists and guests, do not reflect the views of the network, Thunder Media or Sport Radio. Any publication or rebroadcast of the show without the expressed written permission of Thunder Media is strictly prohibited. Join in the conversation, post your thoughts on our Facebook page and to ask a question, email insiders at sportradio.com.au. This program is brought to you by P1 Australia, quality racing components, home of Black TI, bolts, kingpins, studs and torsion stops. Check out their full range today at p1australia.com.